hey you. I want to share with you something that I genuinely think will transform your life and your business, to be honest. HDX is open from now until May 17 with a few special bonuses. Join before May 11 and get my eight-week Purpose and Abundance course completely free, which is $888 worth of value. And if you join before May 17, we're actually going to give you $999 off our upcoming Mexico retreat. I mean, how good a freaking deal is that? And if you join before May 17, then you'll be in time for two amazing bonus classes this month in HDX with my personal business consultant, Nikki Rowley. Now, this is the woman that has helped scale my business significantly in the last year or so, and I am sharing her with my HDX community. She'll be teaching on how to grow and scale for business and what strategies and structures will actually get you there. She will also host a bonus business Q&A, which means you can actually ask my consultant anything you want to ask her about growing and scaling your business. This is an opportunity that could transform your life and your business, so don't miss out. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. Now, it is that time of year again where we are looking forward to next year. So 2023 is on the cards. And I have the incredible Liz Zamorski with me today to talk all things tarot and 2023. Welcome, Liz Zamorski. Thanks, Emma. As you're talking, I'm like, well, we're just going to be talking all things. But yes, tarot in 2023 will be in there. I love it. So good. So good. So before we dive in, if you haven't listened to my last podcast, my last podcast was looking back at 2022, mining for the gold, really um, tapping back into or tapping into who you became over 2022. And one of the things that I recommend is to go back and listen to the forecast that I did or Liz did with me last year and just have a look, like how did it play out for you? And on that note, I just have to start by saying you actually said, it was actually a couple of things I was like, oh, no way. But you said like January, February, March were almost like separate from the rest of the year. And oh my God, like January, February, March for me were just, they were a completely different breed from the rest of the year. Like it was rest, recovery, letting go of old things, like lesson learned, lessons learned. I had um, shingles, we got flooded, we, you know, we had to find a house and it took us forever. It was just this really weird time. And then from April onwards, it was just like growth. And the back end of the year was like my, 
you know, self-trust and trust in the universe and abundance and purpose, all of these things really deep deepened. And that was so much of what you were talking about. So I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about 2023. That's so cool. I'm so excited too. It is so cool to see how that played out for you. It's so cool to see how we really do as a collective tap into an energy. Like we each are living it out in our own special flavor, our own specific way, but how so many of us, especially when you're talking about that back end of the year, listen, I can't even remember January, February, March. Like it was such an anomaly for me, but this back end of the year, I've spoken to so many people where we've all been in self-trust really being pushed to the limit of that and saying like, you have a choice to make. Are you going to be patient this time and really trust? Or are you going to do, are you going to run out the pattern, which is also fine, but then this is going to keep coming back around until you finally just trust. So are we doing this the fast way? Or are we going to do this the the slower way? You oh choose. Oh my God. I love that. And just fair to say, I did it the slower way a couple of times. Um, <laughs> yeah, just you have to. And yeah. one of the other things you said, and it just makes me, this is part, definitely part of my theme, is you talked about the totem animal that you pulled for last year was the kiwi. And what you said was that, you know, it's a bird, but it's a flightless bird. And it, like, it looks like it should fly and it looks like it should be this way. And because it's a bird, it's this and it should be that. But actually what it was telling us is to lean into our own unique gifts. And just because we see other people doing things a certain way, that we need to break the mold and actually do things really in tune and in alignment with what is true for us. And I feel like that has been the most significant theme of this year for me is really getting to this place where I can blow up old paradigms when around business, around marketing, around um, building a team, around training a team, around um, relationships, parenting, like, oh my God, I've come back to the most intuitive parent. And yes, there's been people like you um, who I've been touching base with throughout the year. And, you know, every time we have a session, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned my kids in most of them. Um, but just this next level of, oh, wow, well, that's intuitively what I felt was true. And that validation and, you know, yeah, I just feel like that was a massive theme for me this year, like really breaking the mold, really knowing myself better and starting to trust that my way is the best way for me. And, you know, your way is the best way for you and the kids and Justin, that's the best way for them and so on and so forth. So I think it's just been such a powerful year. Yeah. And that really taps into the essence of the six energy of this past year. Like what the way that I talked about that energy one year ago, one calendar year ago, it, it felt so different and foreign to me because I was like, that's what I thought the six was looking forward, but here's how we all played it out. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking, because when I talked about six, I was like, we're really coming into balance. We're really coming into a flow. And like, yeah, that's true. We do that. But how it played out for all of us in different ways was let's really explore what this energy is. All right. If we're, if we're getting back into balance and flow, it's not just this you know, I'm kind of looking at in my mind's eye at like a Tai Chi movement, which is beautiful. And that is flow, but really redefining for ourselves and having to break that mold. Mm. So in order to get to that balance and flow, 
you know, we've just been so programmed to think of, of it being so gentle when really this year was about, I'm hearing like the sound of a martini shaker, you know, where it's like, but it's really putting all those ingredients into that shaker and being like, all right, what stays, what goes, what's actually true for me? What's actually, how, how do I create a mold for all of this to flow through? And we talked about this last month too, on the transits episode about I've been digging out a whole lake bed when I just need to have this channel. It it doesn't need to be huge. It just gets to hold and f- move my energy. Yeah, I love that. That whole less is more. And it's really interesting as you were speaking and, you know, about the flow and the harmony, what came into my my mind was, you know, almost like coming from that was coming from a place of almost status quo, you know, like, okay, we'll just go back to, um, you know, almost what's easy and what we know, whereas what the year turned out, like for me, definitely balance and flow. However, I had to know the imbalances and I had to know the stuck to find the harmony, the balance and the flow. And ultimately, the flow, every single time that I felt stuck or I unfortunately put an expectation on something that wasn't met, um, all I was doing was getting in my way. Like I was not trusting myself in the universe, you know, so I had gone, ah, let me just do that extra thing. Or let me just take that responsibility back. Or let me just, you know, and that's where my, you know, flow and harmony and balance came from, from was actually that the harmony and balance was between trust in self, trust in the universe, trust in what I don't know, as opposed to the old way I'd been doing things, trying to shove myself into, you know, someone else's strategy or someone else's version of me or how someone else thought I should be. Um, so yeah, that's how I, and and I felt like it's been a massive, especially like talking to clients, talking to friends, it's been a smashing of the status quo year. Yeah. And it's so neat because I've had a very similar year in, in the smashing of the status quo, but for me, the way that that played out was this one phrase, stop being a harm or a hazard to yourself and others. Mm. where it was stop trying to fit into the status quo because you you're creating a diversion. People actually now have to move around you. You're stopping your own self up. Like it was me being the boulder in the middle of the flow Mm. me. And so, you know, I, I had to figure out like how I just had to stop getting in my own way quite literally. And therefore getting in the way of others. Because when I'm not in my own way and I just allow it to flow, no matter how weird and how deep it takes me, there are people who need that flow as well. Yeah. And and they get to come with me, which is really cool. But it was like, just stop being a hazard to yourself and others. Okay, Liz. Oh my God, that's like, so spot on. I've definitely yeah. been the boulder this year. Definitely. Yeah. And definitely also have those moments you know, just expanding that metaphor of the moments where I just effortlessly move that boulder with one finger and everything just, you know, the angels are freaking singing. So I love that metaphor. Definitely. Yeah. And that you could, you had the power within you the whole time to move the boulder with a pinky or one finger, but you didn't know until you knew. Yeah. Like then you, you came into the awareness of like, oh, and sometimes that'll be a really short feedback loop where you're like, oh, why, why am I doing this? No. 
And other times it may take a little bit longer to be like, oh, okay. We're just going to gently move that out of the way and proceed forward. Mm. And we may never know why that happened. We may never know what that delay opened up for us or possibly closed for us that we needed to be closed, but it's really embodying that piece that we got in this last quarter of 2022 of, I've just got to trust. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. And it's, isn't it funny? Like the hardest and the simplest thing we will ever do is trust ourselves in the universe. Like really? Like I yeah. literally learned to, and I suppose it's always going to go deeper and deeper and deeper, but I have less and less eyes on what I think I should know and should do. Um, and one of the things that I've really picked up is just recording things, you know, like I have a written diary as well as a journal, as well as my digital calendar type thing. And I've just got into the habit of just writing little things down and it's a sort of diary, um, a passion planner. So at the end of each month, there's all these reflection points. And these are all things that I never bothered doing in the past. And for the last couple of years, I've just started doing it. And it's freaking gold because it gives you, oh, my God, look at all those wins. Look at all that growth. Look at all that, you know, in that moment where there's a lot of money going out one month, let's say, and you feel like, oh, my God. Did I, and because my ego might say, God, did I ever actually learn that lesson? And then I can just go back and I go, yeah, shit, look, I learned that lesson. Like my baseline has jumped by, you know, a lot. Um, And I think that that's something that's been really helpful as well, because I think when we're in the mind, in the moment, we can be so, I don't know, so blinded by it. So just learning to trust self, trust universe. Um, and the energy, I think before we hit record, we were very much talking about how we have, you know, we f- we're feeling our way through life and business and how magical that is. And I feel like that is on the horizon for planet Earth and for people. Yeah. <clears throat> and I love having those conversations with you because I feel like up until now, and we're changing all that, all of us, um, up until now, we haven't been able to have those conversations with each other. We didn't have the language. We didn't have the self-trust to open up those conversations and say, I want to do it differently. And I'm starting to do it differently and I'm really okay with it. But like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And being able to, to validate ourselves and be like, Oh, there are more of us. There are more of us out here who are rejecting that old way and and saying you know what we get to do this our way and mm. frankly they they had a shot at it and they broke it yeah like look at how many of us had to like get on lifeboats for ourselves and just get the heck out of there finally yeah, yeah. and that's so true so true and yeah exciting times exciting times yeah so tell us so let's go so, let's do this yeah so but i feel like you know as we know this was such an important segue and such an important foundation to set about where we've been, where we're at, and then we can talk about where energetically we're probably going. And so when we talk about, you know, moving from a six to a seven year, like we just established the six year looked different for each one of us, but we were all doing that work of just saying like, what is flow? 
What is balance? Is it even just having my basic needs met and coming back into a place where I can inhale, exhale? Like, what is it? Is it breaking a whole system apart? Like, like we're, like we're doing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but you know, choose your weapon. How how are you going to do it? Yeah. And so we've all put in so much energy into saying like, I gotta, I just have to trust myself. I I just have to get to this place where I I just, uh, I don't know why I know, but I know, but that wavering in our voice and saying like, I really hope it's true, (laughs) but you know, trusting it. And then we're moving into this seven year Mm. and seven in my mind is when you're standing at a slot machine and three sevens come up lucky sevens. And like that slot machine just starts going like ding, 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 ding. And coins are coming out and you're like, grab a bucket. We've hit it. It's just that feeling of expansion of, I'm going to say the word payoff, but just of that luck coming through, but it's the luck that you built the platform for like luck. Yeah. How many people you hear about this all the time. It's such a tragedy. How many people win the lottery and then go bankrupt very quickly, you know, because they didn't have a platform upon which, you know, for that luck to just grow or even just stabilize. And so all this work we've done this year with the self-trust, with the breaking the mold, it's setting us up with this really great platform. So when our luck starts coming in, we're not like just watching it slip through our fingers and saying like, well, it wasn't intended for me anyway, then, uh, uh, you know, that kind of default we go back to when really the universe is saying like, no, 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 we're going to hand you a whole heap of responsibility because this is going to require you to write a permission slip to receive to enjoy, to be in gratitude. Mm, That sounds so freaking exciting. It is. (laughs) And I love what you said as well, like, because I'm just reflecting on, well, a number of years that have got me to this point. And being a line three, there's been lots of ups and downs and roundabouts and lots of experimentation and lots of learning. Um, And it's really, I've never felt so ready. And I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but at other years, but I've never felt so ready for a year as I do for 2023. Like I feel so supported, so ready. Um, Everything is in place. You know, we've just grown the team. We've got all these coaches set up in HDX now. Um, Our community's just uh, grown significantly in there. Um, And the whole team is pumped for a mission. You know, we're all on mission together. So And I actually reflect back and I feel like last year was catalytic for that. It was like, okay, you know, what really needs to get thrown to the curb and what what needs to stay? And that's really, you know, looking forward to 2023, what we've created, all the things that have worked over Mm -hmm. a decade of business for me, which is freaking exciting. Yeah. And what all of that, like, it, it feels like this message of what all that work was leading up to mm-hmm. you actually just bear with me for a second, but like you actually didn't have to do any of it 
But what it did do was it eliminated the question of, do I deserve this when all of this goodness comes in? Oh my God. I'm like properly hearing. Can I, like everyone, if you didn't say, hear that, like stop, rewind, listen to it again. I love that. You didn't need to do any of this. It was just this journey of learning to trust self and the universe. Like, fuck, that feels true. Yeah. Because now that you're here and you're, and it's coming in, you're not questioning, do I deserve any of this? Because you were, you always deserved it. You never had to do anything to deserve it, but all of that work because of how, where we're living and what we're doing and how we're taught, all of that work is just, so you eliminate that question. Do I deserve any of this? And, and we still do ask that. However, like that's part of the work this year. Amazing. I love that. It It is really just trusting. And, and that's what I mean by like having a platform for the luck or like having a container for the luck to sit in because it was going to come in anyway. But like so many people are asking the question of like, I don't, or do I deserve this? Or there's a subconscious, I don't deserve this. And so then the money's just gone. If we're talking mm. like money, for instance. Um, but when all of that goodness comes in and you've built that container, you're just like, oh yes, exactly what you're saying. Like, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for it to be here. Mm. And, and, and that's really it because this year being a seven as well, the seven is the key to the chariot card in the tarot. Last year was the lovers where it was that duality and that coming together in the creation of flow. In the seven year with the chariot, it is such a cool image when you see this card. It's a person standing in a chariot driven by two sphinxes, one that's completely black and one that's completely white. They're standing in the chariot, they're barely holding on, and they're covered in armor that they've built themselves. So that way, as their chariot starts moving forward, as they are the one who consents to things starting to move forward, they remain in quiet control. They feel that balance that they've created in the key before it with those lovers. They can take their armor on or off as they see fit. And they trust that where the chariot is going is exactly where they're supposed to be. Mm. So there's this forward movement, but it's in, it's not just that, you know, cracking of the whip and like, we're just going to drive ahead. It's what you and I talked about before we started recording too. It's really following that heart. Yeah. What is your heart telling you? Yeah. Oh my God. I love that metaphor as well. And like, as you're speaking, I'm like, well, I'm just throwing the armor off. Like that shit's all gone pretty much. Like what you Mm -hmm. see is what you get. And Mm -hmm. I love that metaphor because of this. It's also, for me, it feels like, again, bringing it back to human design, it's really getting out of the head and into the body, you know, trusting the knowing. The knowing doesn't have a story. The knowing doesn't have a meaning attributed. It just is a knowing. And, you know, trusting instinct, trusting intuition, trusting direction, um, trusting even your design, you know, one of the things, and I just wrote this, another thing that I do is I write down random things from classes that I teach in my in my diary as I'm teaching them. And one of the things that was um, one of the absolute doozies that came out of my mouth in um, one of my, my mastermind 1.0, um, it was someone who is ama- an amazing human being, right? 
And she says to me, well, maybe I should uh, just do some more work on my shadow. And I was like, "Uh, no, fuck that. You have done so much work on yourself. You just have to claim your fucking design. And I think that that's also what this metaphor is all about. Like claim who you are. Human design gives us this very clear roadmap. And all we need to do is say, okay, so what's true for me? How do I specifically bring that energy to life? And really trusting that you can claim it, just freaking claim it, like learn about it, go contemplate it through the gene keys. Um, one of the things I'm getting over and over again is, is people that have these challenging gates that people are telling, telling readers out there are actually telling people, well, you're designed just to have a hard life. Or you're designed to be fighting with people. You're designed to be this and that. And I'm like, no, you're freaking not. You're absolutely fucking not because every single part of the chart has a, a shadow expression and every part of it has a light and a higher expression and that's your choice for sure but this is what I'm hearing that chariot is like like get rid of all of the bullshit and really align to your truth because you don't actually need to know specifically where you're going your mind does but if you can trust body if you can trust um spirit if you can trust your intuition your authority your strategy you can smash it and I think that's what like in the chariot I'm just like I see myself in that chariot, like arms wide open, like, yeah, baby, let's do this. I have no idea what this is, but I'm in. Yeah. And what's so cool, like I am freaking out about the cards for this year because it's exactly that journey. It's exactly that journey of really being like, I'm here for change this year. I've, I've built this container so the luck can come in. But what is that? What is that opening up for me? If all my luck is coming in, what does that then open? And that's the question that so many of us, that's the piece that we're not aware of is Mm -hmm. that when it starts, like when the good stuff starts coming in, there's that question of what now? And we've been so taught to like, okay, that just add, add another zero onto the end. And then that's your new goal. And then you're like, well, then it's just never going to be enough. Mm -hmm. And instead, what this year is doing is it's saying like, if all your luck is coming in, what do you do with this one wild and wonderful life? You know, what do you do then? Oh, I love that. Oh my God. I love that. And we were talking about this again before I hit record. I told you I should have hit record. Um, (laughs) You know, that, that piece of like really getting honest and something we're going to talk a lot about with our community is like really getting honest. Like, what do you want? I love what you just said. Instead of just sticking another zero on the end, like, what do you truly want? And that isn't something that comes from the mind. That's something that comes from the body, from the the intuition, from connection to source, all of those things. But yeah, I love this because I feel like there's so many people out there that are conditioned to think like, we all want to have seven and eight figure businesses and we want to be doing this and have this many people on Instagram and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, like, no, we don't. So I love that. I love that it's like, let's get really honest about the life that we we want to lead and we want to experience. And, um, yeah, I love it. So much I want to say, but I fully appreciate this is not all about me. In fact, this is not about me at all. So let's just back to you, beautiful. (laughs) I don't know, but I'm sitting here, you know, dying to respond with my own personal life story. And then I'm like, no, this is not about me either. Oh my God, share. Please share. Everyone wants to know. You're a two, four generator, aren't you? 
I'm a two, four generator. And like what has happened to me over the past four months? Yes. Sacral generator, um, right angle, cross of consciousness. So what I've really gotten honest about with myself over the past four months, when I've been being forced to wait to respond and just being like, I hope it's okay, but I'm just going to wait. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to wait. And what it really opened up for me was the ability to claim that all I really want is to afford myself as much time as possible with my family. Mm. My daughter and my husband are so cool and I love spending time with them and going on little adventures in the woods or just like hanging out in the house or painting or whatever. They really are the coolest. You really do have the coolest little family. Oh my God. We have a lot of fun. There's a lot of leggings. There's a lot of dancing in our house and just a lot of creating. And like each one of us creates on our own level and brings that to the group. And it's really amazing. And I'm like, I just want to be able to do the work that I really love, which is, you know, I don't even want to call them readings anymore because there's so much deeper than that, but Mm. giving readings to this amazing community and then recharging my battery with these really cool people. How do, how do I get there? And like making sure that our, our needs are met, you know, our basic needs are met, but it doesn't have to get any more complicated than that for me. And then I send that out order out to the universe. And I'm like, just let, let that be. That's what I would just really like, whatever the details look like, you know, you, I trust that the universe is infinitely more wise and all knowing than I am. So I'm like, you take care of the details. Let me know where to be, when I'll show up. And then the rest of the time, like, I just want to see what we can create. And it's really started happening in a bigger way for me. And I will tell you that I come to my work in a totally different energy. We all come to the world in a totally different energy. And this is a hundred percent, like the manifestation of this goal that I set for myself earlier this year was I want to work with this type of person because I want to create this type of community Mm. and it's taken a different form, but damn, if it hasn't been blowing my mind. Yeah. I feel like that's a massive message that I just really want everyone to hear. Like this is something I hear all the time. I've also had it was been my experience is that we get really attached to the way we think our businesses should look. And one, one of the biggest lessons this year is for me is the same, you know, like literally just almost surrendering to the process and um, allowing myself to be guided instead of um, having preconceived ideas. Cause every time I have a preconceived idea, which you guys are going to hear about next year, because it's, I'm going to be teaching you about all this stuff. Um, Every time I have a preconceived idea or an expectation or an attachment, you know, and it doesn't happen, I'm like, what? And this is uh, probably the biggest lesson, I think, is like getting honest with ourselves. What do we really want to create? And I actually sat myself down about a month ago and was like, well, honestly, you have an incredible community. Um, you, you, I feel really good about the work that I do in the world. I'm really like truth is one of my highest values and I'm a massive truth teller. I am what you see is what you get. Um, and I know I'm having a good impact in the world. So do I just, you know, continue doing what I'm doing and just improve it and improve it and improve it. And my entire heart went, that's beautiful, Emma, but we've got a bigger mission. And these are the things that I want people to understand is that some of us do have this 
what looks outwardly big mission, but all of us have a big mission. And some of us have to understand that, you know, like our big mission is maybe not by the old paradigm definition, a big mission, but it is a big mission. And this is what, what I love what you just said is like, we need to get away from what we think it should look like and what we expect it to be like and what we think we, who we think we should be and really start to take our power back and trust that it's so much better not to know. Um, all we need to know is that we're on the track, that we're on the path. And when we, when we can do that and, and sort of take the, the heavy lifting off our shoulders and give it back to the universe, that is when magic really happens and far out. I've been experiencing that this year. Yeah. And, and this is a perfect setup for the, the energetic theme of next year, where we have that seven, again, the seven container, that seven numerology and the driver of the chariot this year is none other than the star. Oh and my the, God, that looks beautiful. It, Tell me all about it. Yeah. So for anybody who's listening, I'm going to have these images up on my website, like I had for last year. So, you know, pause the podcast, go over to my website. If you want to follow along with the imagery, because it is just breathtaking. And when you see these 12 or 13 cards all together, I think it's just going to do something for you that adds an extra layer. The star is the key of wish fulfillment. Oh my God, she is, that. yeah, she is one who has done the heavy lifting, done those heavy moments of surrender that just requires so much of us. She has torn down what wasn't working. She's released, she's trusted, and now she finally gets to draw in, draw into her awareness the reality that she's created. Oh, that makes my, my, I've got goosebumps everywhere and almost brings a tear to my eye. Like if I'm thinking just about me personally, like, oh, the years I've invested into the person I am today. What a beautiful message. Yeah. And, and this is that energy that holds us all year. Tapping into your inner star and asking her for guidance, for awareness, for whatever it is you need, because she's equipped. She may look delicate, but she's here to light it up. Yeah, she's a freaking star, people. She, there's she's nothing a star. About her. I love no, it. she's she is a star, and it was so cool because when we were talking before we started recording, and then. Um, just because I know it's something that you say a lot, you say like, oh, that just lights me up or, oh, that just lit me up. Mm-hmm. And that really is such an energetic theme this year. Like I'm here to light it up or just let's light it up. It. Yeah. Let's, let's really start allowing this inner shine to be seen primarily by us. Like yeah. we get to see it first. Oh my God. But- that is so big. That's really big. I want you guys to hear that, you know, like, again, don't look at everyone else's shining star, just be grateful and, and focus or just get clear on what yours is. You know, yours is more than enough. 
you know, like yeah. being honest with yourself is the most important thing. You know, one of my dearest friends has taught me this recently when, you know, looking at her business and and reflecting like, do I need to be this big, massive, impactful person or do I actually just want to work with a bunch of teams and have this influence? Oh, my God, I want to have this influence. I thought I had to be this and actually I want to be this. And that's that journey. Like you be that star. You you connect with you. Sorry, Liz, I got to Yeah, no, absolutely. Exactly. And, and that's really it is like how many people in your lives look at you and they could just tick off five to 10 things immediately reasons. They think you are so great. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's helpful. She's always there for me. She's so kind. She's graceful. She's, you know, cool under pressure, you know, people would have so much to say about you from the outside, but like how many of us really claim all of that and define that for ourselves? We don't, we're not, we're not taught to, we're taught that that's actually conceded and it's really, really bad to do it. It's the year of saying thank you people. The year of saying thank you when you're given a compliment or someone says something great about you, receive it, people receive it. Yeah. And, and the, the fastest track that I've found to receiving it is defining it first for myself, Mm. defining it first in myself and saying, you know what? I'm a really good person. I'm thoughtful. I care about others feelings. You know, I've taken all of that, you know, talking about the light and the shadow, like taking all of that stuff that I was taught with shadow as like, Oh, you're a people pleaser and you're this and you're a doormat and da da da. Like I've done a lot of work around those things, but a lot of that work is integrating that shadow and then looking at it and saying, I really care about other people's feelings. Exactly. And so, but I have to also honor my boundaries there too. And that's turning that shadow into light. And so this year too, it's about like, you've transmuted so much shadow. Now it's really time to embody the light. Oh my God. That makes me so excited because I definitely see within my community and I did this for years. There's so many people that are stuck in shadow, you know, and often when they come to my community, they're like, yeah, I should just, I just have to do more shadow work. I have to do, no, you don't like, in fact, why don't you just choose the light? You know, one of the things when we were doing the first time I went through the golden path, which is the gene keys um, and all three sequences together. Um, And one of the things Richard Rudd says is like 80% of the time you want to be focusing on the gift and the city, you know, the shadow you need to become aware of and move through it so that you can experience these higher things. However, everyone gets stuck. You know, everyone gets stuck in the shadow. It's very almost trendy um, to be in your shadow work. And it's not to be, you're not meant to be in it and stay in it. You're meant to dream the dreams, whatever they look like, big, small, in between, um, whatever your dreams are, they are valid, they are worthy, and they are possible. And it's that piece of like, okay, this shadow is in me. And like you said, Liz, like it needs to be integrated, but integrating it just means accepting it, accepting it as a part of you, accepting that there's also, like you said, the light. So I can express this from fear or I can express it from love. That's really it. And when I express this energy from fear, what does it look like? Well, that's my shadow. When I express this energy from a lot from love, what does that look like? And that's what we want to be focusing on. I love that. 
Yeah. And that's, that's this year. I mean, that's the, the arc, the journey of this year. So I also want to say like, if you're listening to this in the beginning of the year and you're like, or, you know, whenever you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I haven't been doing that. Like I'm way behind. No, no, no. Like this is, this is about becoming aware of it now and just saying like, oh yeah, I, I need to integrate all of that shadow, not just be there doing this work because you, you know, you become the hamster on the wheel. I've been there. Emma's been there. We've all experienced it, but it really is about like taking yourself on that journey. And I can't wait for one, but taking yourself on that journey of exactly accepting those parts of yourself. And that's really bringing the light to it is saying like, Mm. no, you, it's that quote from labyrinth. When she says, you have no power over me. Oh my God. I love that. Maybe I love that quote. Yeah. (laughs) And so really being able to look your shadow in the face and say like, right, what, what is this really, what's the light side of this? Okay. Let, let me move from that for a little bit. And it's not about bypassing and it's not about like, not quote unquote, not doing your work, but it's also about the work has an end point at some point, like you have yeah. to claim it at some point. And what this does is like, we hit January and it changes the game because how many of us sit through January being like, oh, and I'm coming down from the holidays and I'm just going to hermit and I'm just going to pull myself in and give myself kind of a little bit of a break because nobody's really working and da, 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 da. And this year, because we are in this energy of the star, it's saying like, hey, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. We're starting January with the Knight of Swords. Wow. And what a beautiful when you see- I always wanted a Pegasus when I was a kid. I, I always wanted, like I had my little pony Pegasus, but I really wanted yeah. on my own. <laughs> yeah. What's really cool is like having um, how these toys have really like come full circle because now my little pony is back in fashion. And like my daughter will sit there and have a conversation with me about like, there's a big thing going on between the unicorns and the Pegasi. And I'm like, I that's so it. cool. <laughs> So good. <laughs> anyway, but what's really neat about these two cards when I hold them up together is that the star had this kind of white circle around her head on a yellow background and the knight of swords that we see in January, it's this Pegasus on this yellow background and there's a big white circle. And so the cards visually are very similar. And when I look at them, I'm like, yeah, we're moving straight into embodiment starting January, January 1, 1201 AM. Oh, it's on. Do you know what's really cool? Um, and I'll just be quick because I know I'm chatting a lot. So for listeners, if I'm talking too much, I'm sorry, I'm excited. Um, embodiment, like as many of you guys would have heard, you've definitely heard Liz, like we've already planned out 2023 and we literally hit the the ground running. And I am so excited. Like I can just feel the energy of next year. And I've had so many of my friends and peers say exactly the same thing. So I love that. I'm ready. So people pay attention because the next episode podcast is going to help you get all ready for next year. So make sure. Yes. Yes. And that's the thing is like, what just popped in my head was, yeah, this whole like, we're just going to ease into the year in January. That's old paradigm shit because that that's where like, we're pushing, pushing, pushing so hard to, to close out a fiscal year, December 31st, like push, push, push. 
and you need to catch your breath in January. And when we're in the flow, this thing that we're all creating for ourselves and then collectively, when we're in this kind of flow, we get to move into January flowing, you know, moving forward, really taking those steps take, because they're all aligned. It's not Mm -hmm. grasping in the dark anymore. It's not, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted from pushing. I'm exhausted from all of the manipulation and the, the questioning last year. I need to, I need to just catch, catch my breath Mm -hmm. this year. It's like, guess what? You're not entering January one blue in the face, like gasping for air. You're flowing into the new year because you've done this work to close out the container, to really reflect. You said something earlier and it popped this idea in my head, but um, so I'm not sure exactly what it's referring to, but we're really redefining wins and we're really being asked to become more and more aware of them because how many times have you set a goal and then you're getting these wins all along the way and you don't even notice them or they don't even light you up. And so like we're redefining the win this year. And so that means that January gets to feel really good. Yeah, It gets to really light you up. It's jumping into the unknown, but like you said, armed with a structure, armed with a container to withhold it in, to hold all this energy armed with the awareness that, you know what, it's better. It's better. If I don't know all the details, we're going to leave room for the magic. Um, it opens up this whole new this whole new level of change and that's the theme for basically february through june is big change and that. yeah and i say that because the next five cards that came out are all from the major arcana in the tarot that's the first 22 cards that don't belong to a suit and that's an archetypal journey. That's questioning the very core of who you are, the beliefs you hold, how you show up in the world, what mission you're here on, what's your purpose really? Because it's not to tack another zero onto the end every Mm -hmm. so often. Mm -hmm. It's to fill your life with as much delight in whatever form that makes sense to you. Like you getting to define that and getting to live that no matter what it looks like. Yeah. And so we move into February and we have the devil card. And this one is so important on these journeys because it really asks us to look at our dependencies, our codependencies. And most of the time, those are things within us. It manifests if we have codependent relationships or if we have dependencies outside of us or addictions and and we're working through that so much of the time, that outward manifestation of it is reflecting the same energy that's going on within us. Like we are dependent upon something within us. Mm. Is it a bad memory? Is it? trauma? Is it terrible relationships? Is it fear? Is it anger? Like getting closer and closer down to that core every single Mm -hmm. time that we do do this work, really getting clear on like what's going on inside. And in no way am I trying to place blame or shame on anyone for anything that they're 
addicted to or dependent upon or codependent upon, that's your journey. But February is really going to create this environment within which we are safe with asking these questions. Mm. We're safe with making decisions that cut the cords between us and our outward dependencies. Oh, I love that because the the presupposition is that it's a time that your t- people are going to be taking their power back, taking the, the steering wheel back. Yeah. Mm. And that's, that's really it is taking back all of that power that you've given away, not only to others, but to things within ourselves mm. where we've previously just felt powerless. So February is going to plunge us deep and we're going to be in that depth primarily in February, but there's, we're going to be still kind of coming back up out of it in March. And I say this, not in that kind of like, guess what everybody we're doing shadow work for two months, but really to put that awareness on it of when this stuff comes up, because again, like it just can't come with you. Yeah. I want to qualify what I just said. When I say it can't come with you, it can't come with you unacknowledged. Mm -hmm. Like if you still need to carry that weight with you for, for a while longer, because it's just not the time for you to fully do that work and clear it all the way out. Totally. Okay. However, it, it's saying like, you have to at least be aware of what that is mm. because the unawareness is holding, holding something back. Um, or yeah, it's taking yeah. too much of your energy to, to divert your awareness away from what that is. And so like, you're going to be taking the steering wheel back, but I want to, it's taking me so deeply into the like semantics of it. So this is all to say as well, like, don't get stuck there. Yeah. Don't get stuck there. And, and maybe um, that is what we were talking about because maybe it is that codependence and almost addiction to, you know, something in human design, we kind of talk about the the gate 24, like this addiction to thinking and thinking patterns. And and it's almost that's what I'm hearing. It, it's that place where it's an invitation for you to, to take back your power because whenever we're giving external, whenever we need external validation before we can move forward and the external validation and you guys, listening would have heard me say this before. Like it was a long time before I realized that I was like, well, I don't, I don't need external validation, but I didn't realize I was giving it to the universe. Like I won't do this thing until you give me a very clear sign as opposed to my authority. That's going clear sign, clear sign, listen to me, do it. Um, So even potentially it's part of that, you know, like we can, and it's very common that people unconsciously choose to stay in their shadow work because um, that the human brain is designed for better the devil you know. You know, I'd much rather the pain I already know than risk more pain heading towards pleasure, you know. So yeah. maybe this is a time where whatever those challenges do come up and when you notice your shadow playing out, maybe this is a great time to sit um, in contemplation or do a little bit of study from a human design point of view on those shadows where would you go first? Start with your incarnation cross, you know, the top four, at least the top two on both sides um, gates. Look into those. Um, have a look at your design um, Mars. That's going to be another place. Uh, just have a look at the shadows that you find in those places because 
you know, if this is the energy, it's also going to help you to let go of those dependencies, right? If it's bringing them to the surface, it's an opportunity to let go of them, right? Absolutely. And that that really is the journey of February and March is new level, new devil. Like they're, mm-hmm. you're, you're really ascending, things are really picking up. And so this, this does need to be at least acknowledged. Yeah. And it's going to take a couple months. Like we're being really given that opportunity, but it truly is. I love what you said where you were like the pain on the path to pleasure, mm. because this truly is the path to pleasure. And it's basically saying like, this is really, really good. April yeah. is so good. Spoiler alert. April is so good. If you really, really want to enjoy it to its depth, like just take care of this, you know, I love that. And, you know, growth is uncomfortable people, you know, in the spiritual world, a lot of people talk about ease and flow and grace. And yes, all of those things exist, but we live in, um, you know, a, a, a polarity. So we have to have both. We have to have the duality. And I think mm-hmm. that that's one of the things that that's so important to understand is that even when things are good, as long as you're growing, there's going to be discomfort. So be okay to know that, okay, I'm out of my comfort zone. I'm not out of alignment. I'm just out of my comfort zone. Um, and to keep moving, you know, keep moving through it. Listen to strategy, listen to authority, understand your shadows, understand the gifts and the cities, the higher states of the of your energy, and then you can choose them, you know, and yeah. really, yeah, um, integrate that those shadow pieces because, all we're doing with shadow work is bringing everything into the whole. That's all we're doing because shadow is a part of us that we put outside of ourselves, that we push away, that we um, don't want anyone to see, no experience. Um, and really what shadow work is is bringing it all back into the, the whole and realising that this is actually being human, being everything on the entire kaleidoscope. Yeah. And it's so neat because as you're talking, I'm noticing that out of 13 cards, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight of out of 13 have a circle, a prominent circle in the imagery. And that's really it is bringing back all of those pieces to the whole. And this transition between March and April, I feel like it illustrates perfectly what you just said, because we move from the moon to the sun. And both the moon and the sun are about illumination. You know, you can't see the moon without the sun and it's reflecting that light. And then you really get to the source of the light in April with that sun, really Mm. by digging in that shadow a little bit after we just said, like, don't get stuck in the shadow. That's the thing. Like stop by, do some work, allow it to illuminate. Yeah. Learn some lessons and then integrate them bring them in like exactly what Emma was just saying, like work with your authority, work with, you know, do the work, but at the same time, know that it's leading you to this place of pleasure. So April looks like, I'm just going to throw out some things, um, the ways that this can manifest that would touch base with like what type of energy this is. It's the feeling of getting a birthday cake delivered to you at work. It's, you know, the, the feeling of finding out that you want a vacation. It's the feeling of 
finding out that if, if you've really been trying for a long time, like finding out that you're expecting a child, like it's that feeling of like, Oh my God, I didn't, I never, I didn't, I mean, Oh my God. I love that. So surprise and delight of life. Yeah. And where you're just, and, and you've done that work so you can accept it. So you can be like, yes, thank you. More please. Mm, exactly. I appreciate it. Receivership again. Right. I love that. Yeah. And, and this is that round energy, like going back to the round energy on the cards where, you know, I'm, I'm trying to move away from the feminine and masculine language. However, this is that, that round feminine energy, that v- Venus energy, and it's perfect that this is coming in, um, you know, in April, because April is part of Taurus season where we really get that super, you know, we're moving from Aries, which is that beautiful Cardinal fire into that Taurus season. So it's moving from Mars to Venus, like truly moving from this excitement of the payoff or whatever, whatever the surprise and delight is into the surprise and delight of beauty, wealth, enjoyment, Mm. and love. Oh, I love that. I love that word beauty as well. I think it's like, Mm -hmm. it was actually, um, I don't know if you've, um, if you know, Dr. Zach Bush, I've seen a number of his interviews. He's really cool. And he actually talks about how on his journey, um, his spiritual journey, you know, he was like, how could love be the highest thing if, you know, we're doing all these things to the planet when he says it, it makes sense. And he actually talks about, you know, in his experience, the closest connection to God, universe, source, whatever you want to call it, is actually beauty. And it's really made me think like, yeah, because love can be jaded with, you know, the lower expressions of love in in and out of, you know, let's say unresourceful, unhelpful relationships, let's say. But what he says is like, imagine a sunrise or a sunset. That is pure beauty. And everyone who's in that moment shares that moment. You know, that that feels like oneness to him. That feels like cohesion, you know. Um, so I just I love that word beauty. I feel like I've really learned to appreciate life through that frame. Yeah. And when you just said that, it lit me up because it's so true. And I, I thought of all the, you know, I let my brain just kind of go through all these examples in my head of like, yep, yep, yep. Like confirmation bias. And then when you described the, you know, watching a sunrise or a sunset, it, it truly, it, where you're just like, oh my gosh, I wish I could bottle this. It's amazing. That feeling. Mm -hmm. And, and that's really what this opens up for us is it's so incredible because we move from this sun energy in April into such a high expression of power in May and June as we're moving toward that solstice. Because in May and June, we have strength and the queen of pentacles. And I, I'm putting those two together, not really sure why yet, but they both have this green energy on the card in the background. And strength really shows, you know, she's really stepping into her power and using it in a very different way. And it's the type of strength that comes from basking in the sun in April, like really allowing yourself to be supercharged by that delight. So don't hold back in April when the good stuff starts flowing in, 
you know, I want, I want you to just be bathing in it, bathing in the beauty of it, allowing all of it super enjoy pulling others in be like, Hey, come, come hang out with me for a while, plug in, come on in. And it's that type of sharing of that. And that amplification of that, that allows you to kind of land in this new level of power in May. And we're so taught to define and envision and masculinize power and strength. And this is really inviting us to see our true expression of it. So again, asking these really deep questions of how does power manifest through you? Mm. Is that you, I just heard like going out of your way for other people opening the door for someone, standing up on public transportation and letting an elderly person take your seat. Like all of these little things that we do every day that just seem like common courtesy, it's powerful. Yeah, You're claiming who you are in the world Mm -hmm. and really starting to put the power lens. It doesn't have to just be good deeds. I don't know why only those came through. I love that. I thought thought that was beautiful because we're so conditioned to think that power is you know, an Instagram influencer or a, you know, a president or a prime minister or something like that. And that's breaking, you know, that old paradigm of power is falling away and we're moving towards empowerment. And I think that's beautiful Mm -hmm. because, you know, even in this day and age, it takes courage to be the, the kid, let's say, that stands up for the elderly person. It takes courage because most kids won't do it. You know, so they have to stand out and look different. And I love that you've picked all of those examples because this is the power that we're moving into. We're we're moving into the power to choose our truth, the power to choose what we believe is true for us and what, what feels right for us and is aligned to our values without judging anybody else, um, but mm-hmm. just clearly saying, no, I'm no longer giving my power away to you. I'm choosing who I am and the actions that I'm taking. Yeah. And, and that power really leads from a place of feeling resourced Mm -hmm. because a lot of the other power that we've been taught comes from a place of lack. Well, I don't want to give up my seat because if I do that, then like I'm the one standing and the, you know, and, and that I feel like is this interplay between May and June between strength and the queen of pentacles, because the queen of pentacles is not afraid of how she moves through the world because she knows that no matter what she's resourced, she's supported. And that comes from within. And so Mm. this, you get to really embody strength and power in a very different way. And it feels like I'm stepping onto a playground in the coolest way, or like stepping into, you know, imagine being, if, if you're like me, like imagine being eight years old and being like led into a laboratory and you just see all the things bubbling and like potions and colors. And you're like, I could create anything in here. This is cool. And, and just experimenting with, and I don't know, Emma, you can speak to this, like where it would be in people's charts, but like really looking at what is my embodiment of power? How do I show up in the world when I'm fully empowered, when I'm in my power, when I'm here doing what I believe I'm supposed to be doing and, and letting that show up, play with that experiment with that. And we're moving into at that point, 
the darkest time of the year for some and the lightest time of the year for others. And so that's, that's why that solstice was pulling me in is like, it's two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Like we're, we're really moving into this time of playing with that interconnection of shadow and light and doing it in a way that really leaves us feeling empowered and feels us, fills us to the point of saying like, I know who I am. And when we can say it, when we can say that and bring the ego along with us, because we've shied away from saying that for so long because it was so egoic. Yeah. And instead now we're saying like, guess what? My ego gets to come along too in you this very protected that. state, <laughs> like really embodying what, what you talked about before, really embodying all of those parts. And like, when we hit June, like that, that first half of the year come and gone, imagine sitting like fully highly on that seat of power for yourself and saying like, I could do anything from here mm. and really believing it. Yeah. Oh my God. Letting I that s- all of that. Yeah. So one thing that I just want to, I want to respond to a couple of things. Um, I would highly recommend going back to where Liz said, Emma, you can tell people where to find this in the chart. And then, then Liz come, you share a question about power. I actually recommend everyone just going back to that question, writing it down and reflecting on it. You know, what is your power? Where is your power? Where does it come from? Who am I? Blah, blah, blah. All of those sort of things. Um, And it's so interesting. Everything that you're talking about, I feel like those two energies um, that you were talking for May and June are so two of the energies that we're governing energies as we move into the new paradigm, the 55 and the... um, the 55 and the 34, just these really big, powerful energies. So I almost feel like it's a a practice run. You know, it's a practice run as we head towards 2027 of, okay, well, what is it going to look like when we actually create from a place of power where we no longer give our, um, you know, our freedom, our um, even definition of who we are and how we operate in the world, we no longer give that away to someone else. What does that look like? That's what it feels like to me. And yeah, you like your power in your chart is everything. Like you just just contemplate again um, those top four um, to each side. But also, I think also to understand like there are certain gates in like if you have the gate thirty four, that's the gate of power. Um, a lot of power comes out of the the sacral, but that doesn't mean that any other type doesn't have um power we all have our own power and this is what we're talking about defining what is you know what what and for me it's empowerment you know like self-empowerment because when we do that that's when not only we lift ourselves up but we lift everyone else up with us absolutely and it's so cool because what you asked about you asked the question what does that look like when I stop giving away my power like to other, what does that look like for me? Mm. And so it's so neat because that first half of the year is really building up to holding, being in, expressing that power, that empowerment from within. And then the second half of the year is an answer to that question. What does it look like when I now am in my seat of power? Mm. And what that looks like is a lot of reckoning. That's the word that comes up for me because 
in other contexts, people would look at these cards and be like, oh, this is a lot. However, in the context of claiming personal power or embodying empowerment, these cards tell a very different story. Mm-hmm. And we start in July with this eight of cups and it's another round energy, but this time it's, it's the image of an eclipse where it's showing that that sun and that moon are now going to be aligning in a different way. And so what this does is when you start embodying your power, it's saying there are going to be things that you need to move on from, and that's going to become very clear to you in July. And, but it's that point of not really, you know, getting stuck in it and being like, Oh, like, how do I let this go? How do I, it's that different level of empowerment where you're going, this is so obvious that I would not want to keep this or carry this anymore, that it almost feels effortless, but it's so organic and natural to release whatever it is, or to, you know, to move past whatever it is that emotionally has been holding you back from seeing your power. Mm. And so this is a really incredible shift in energy that you step into immediately after, you know, embodying that power saying like, and I, there are some things that I need to move forward from because I can't stay in this anymore. So it may look like, you know, moving on from friendships or just deciding to say no to certain things um, or say not anymore to certain things. And it doesn't have to be big and dramatic. It just gets to feel natural and feel like, of course, this would be the next step. Mm. Oh, I love that. And again, it's just, I feel like it's all in that same theme. Like at the beginning of the year, it's almost like we learn to dance with the shadow, integrate the shadow. And then when it comes to this to July, it's kind of like, yeah, it's just obvious. We can just let that go. You know, we're going to focus on um, life from full responsibility, from the power seat. Like, yeah, I just have to let that go. And there might be grief, there might be tears, there might be those things. And there's also that confidence to continue to move forward. Exactly. And with that forward movement, I mean, it feels like the second half of the year is very fast because it feels like you just see the issues and you say, right, okay, grieve if you have to, be there for as long as you need to, but it's very much this energy of, but I'm moving forward. I have places to go. I I know that I'm moving forward. And so your energy in that moving forward state of mind, or like in that state of being allows things to just continue moving forward, really tapping into that chariot energy and be like, okay, like let's move through this. I've got it. I've got, I know what I'm saying. Yes. And no to, Mm. and it takes you into August to this yeah, to this four of pentacles. There's lots of pen- pentacles. And four of pentacles. of pentacles this year. Lots of pentacles. I'm loving that too because one of our themes for 2023 is abundance and business. So I'm loving there are lots of pentacles because pentacles is money, right? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You get that, like, whatever your tangible markers of success, health, wealth, money, love, whatever they are, it's, it's available. 
Mm. And when we move into August, there's this question of what is enough? What is enough for me to feel resourced and relaxed? Because we talked about this even before we started recording. What I may need per month to achieve my goal is of, of being comfortable with my cool family is very different from the next person. Like even my own husband, he has a very different level of where, where things need to be in order for him to feel like he can relax. And, and so he can fully participate. And so really honoring and getting clear on what those things are, what, whatever, but looking at what's the level where I feel stable, mm-hmm. what's, what's the level of health, wealth, abundance, whatever your embodiment of that is. But it's asking that question because again, it's allowing you to get clear about what it is you want. It's taking back that power and not just consuming for the sake of consumption, but really saying, hold on a second. Like, what does hunger feel like to me? When do I feel full? If we're using the consumption Avenue with this, um, because people outside of us can't determine that for us. They can try and they can succeed for a long time, but really being able to identify for yourself, what truly are my, what's my basement and what's my ceiling? Mm. Where's my comfort zone in there? Oh, I love that. And August is really, go ahead. Because the one thing that came up when you were saying that is I think that a lot of people are going to be surprised with how much less that they they need you know I think that's actually where we're going next year and um get closer to the new paradigm I actually think people are going to realize oh wow you know all of these people that are selling you know you need this like 10k months 20k months 50k months like oh look at me I just did 100k month oh 100k month after month yeah but that's great for that person if that's what they need and that's what they want. What is it that that you want? You know, like I definitely have, there's a part of me that wants to have, you know, that line five of mine and I have line five and line six in a lot of places around the work that I do. So it's very wanting to have a big impact and it's very, very, um, you know, it's a big discussion out in the coaching world, you know. But I love that. And I love this energy of August. Like, okay, we've had this great, we've had this great year so far. The luck's really been happening. We've been letting, shedding the things that have stopped us receiving this in the past. And now we get to be really honest with ourselves. What do we actually want and need? Like, what is it that, because I know for me, time, time with my family is everything, except it does look a little bit different for me. I want to travel and I want to work. I want to speak. I want to be in person with people. I'm, I feel that real need to be in connection with my community, with the people, you know, doing work in real life. And what that looks like for me is I also want to be able to take my family with me. You know, I want to drag them everywhere that I go as much as possible. However, it also means 50% of my time I'm doing nothing. So I have space for creating and, you know, that sort of thing. So that, I love this, this energy that August is like, okay, we've tried out all these things. We've let go of all this stuff. We've really started to receive the really great things. Now is a time of, um, did you say reckoning? Did you say reckoning? 
Yeah. yeah. Now is a time because that word just pops straight back in. Now's a time of reckoning, a time of truth. One of my favorite words, truth. Truth can be scary too, by the way. Let me be very clear about that. Um, a time of truth. What do I really want? What do I really need? If I really had the magic wand and I could create anything that I want to create and everyone would be happy with it, what would that be? And I, my guess, my intuition says people will actually realize that they want a lot less because you know, with more money, impact, community, all of those things comes more responsibility. That comes more giving away of your own energy. At least in in my definition, it means like you need to um, be you know available to a certain degree. Yes, with boundaries and blah blah blah. However, this will be a time where you can actually go. You know what? No, actually, I don't want that. I just want it to look like. X, whatever that is for you. Um, and I think that's freaking beautiful. Because again, I feel like that's new paradigm work already happening. Like, oh yeah, I've just realized that all of these people out there are telling me the way I should be living my life and setting up my business or setting up my career and doing the things. And now it's time for me to go, no, thanks. I get to choose. I love that. Yeah. It, and that's exactly it, is really taking back our power over even what it is we want, you know, what it is we need, but also what do I even want? Do I, do I want that? Do I want to have access to that? Does that light me up? Or like you said, is it traveling with my family and also having a big impact or, you know, for other people, is it selling our house and moving into a fifth wheel and, you know, being out on the road and just kind of like living life. Uh, I'm like, Oh, you've done that too. (laughs) But but yeah, like really looking at this and I agree. I think there's going to be a lot of reckoning about around. um, I actually want a lot less than I've been told that I want. Yes. And what just popped in my head was um, when I was a kid, we referred to it as the clean plate club, which was, somebody handing you dinner and you had to finish all the vegetables on the plate and you didn't have any autonomy to say I'm full. And, you know, we've been taught, like you have to be a good girl and take what's given to you and you have to finish the whole thing. Mm. And instead we're saying, well, then don't serve it up to me. Like, don't give me that portion. If you know that I can't finish, like, I don't need to take as much. Yeah, I don't need as much. And to feel satisfied, to feel good, to feel like I have what I need. And what this open, what this beautiful work in August opens up in September is a tower moment. And it's so funny to me because this year, yeah, I was going to do the noise. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that's better. We have three of the most feared cards in the whole deck that come up this year but they come up in such a cool way that I'm like, yeah, bring it. Because when I see this tower, especially right after the work we just did in August of getting clear about things, the tower comes in in September and it's our cosmic garbage man or woman. And it comes through and it just says, all right, you've identified all of these things that you don't need or that no longer serve you. And so we're just going to naturally remove those. And again, it may bring up grief. It may bring up fear, but these are opportunities to work through that as well and say, 
it's okay for me to feel grief and fear. However, I know that I'm consenting to this. I've identified that I no longer need any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm returning it back to the universe. I'm allowing the resources to go back to be reallocated and that, that, yeah. And that's like really redefining flow and not saying like, I have to accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. I also can release back energy that I don't need. So there's this kind of um, cool dance that happens between July, August, and September, because July is some release. Then August is some, you know, getting in flow again, recalibrating to what it is you do and don't want. And then September again is another shot of release. Is and, it fair to say, sorry to jump in because I think yeah. like I've just jumped in on your flow, but is it fair to say, like, I think one of the things for me in my journey, especially with the tarot, I was terrified of the tarot because of these cards, you know, because of death yeah. and the devil and the tower and the hanging man. And one of the things that I think, you know, I hear so much about human design is that people have specific gates and they're like, oh my God, I've been told that that's awful. And from a human design point of view, I'm always saying it's not awful. There's always the light. Is that the same for the cards? For sure. Because everything we're talking about mainly archetypal energy with those type of tower and devil and death. Um, where when you look at an archetype, it's not good or bad. It's information. It's information about a state of being and a state of mind. And so it's how you apply it. When, when I get a tower, okay. I'm not going to call anybody specific out, but I'll just say one of the people who birthed me. No, but if, if, if my something um, got the tower card, it would be like, oh, of course, you know, this is just going to be, it's always one thing after another. We plug up one leak and another thing starts springing up and da, 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 da. And when I see the tower, I'm like, cosmic garbage man, like remove the bad stuff. Like when I see a leak in the pipe, I'm like, that means that I have to replace that pipe. So that way things flow easier. Got it. Going to do that work, change it out, not dwell on it. As opposed to like going in day after day and being like pipes leaking again, you know? So, so this is again, like that way that we look at this energy, it's not, yeah, it's not good or bad. It's really looking at okay, things are going to be removed. Am I going to, you know, go kicking and screaming? Yeah, and like try hold wrestle and wrestle wrestle them back from the universe. You're like, no, actually, I'm not done with that. Yes, you're done with it. Wait, yeah. And like, welcome to my 30s. But <laughs> like that, yeah. where I really was like, no, 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 let's hold on to it. Uh, we could use this later. You know, and then yeah. my 40s so far have been me like cleaning out all my cosmic drunk junk drawers and being like, really, Liz? Come on. Like, no. <laughs> yep. I We're hear. not keeping it anymore. <laughs> but so, you know, when that tower comes up, absolutely, you can look at the leaky pipe and like get stuck there. But this is really saying like, you can also really use this energy and say, all right, some stuff can be moved out. What's the first to go? Yeah. Um, So, you know, fill those trash bags with your old clothes. I always say, especially during tower moments, like if you can also clean your closet or like like in a physical sense and, or clean out junk drawers or, you know, detail your vehicle or whatever it is, um, really accelerate or accentuate that energy by also doing embodying it in your daily life. And then at Mm -hmm. the end, 
you, you have the benefit of having moved all this energy, but you also have the benefit of, you know, a cleaner house or a cleaner car. And like, that's really using that sun energy again, being like, I empower myself to pleasure. Yeah. Like it feels really good to have a, a clean and organized house for some of us. And so really being able to use that tower moment to your greatest advantage, mm-hmm. like, don't just do the inner work, do the outer work too. Yeah. Um, and the surrender moment, you know, it's that also yeah. piece, like just surrendering to that process and letting you yourself feel the way you feel and um, yeah, let things go and allow that energy to be taken. I think I suppose it's almost like yeah. reverse receivership, isn't it? Like you're receiving yeah. the gift of that old thing being taken away. Exactly. You're just like, oh, I'm unburdened now. Oh my gosh. I feel so much lighter. Oh my gosh. I can actually move. And what's neat is that in, um, October, November, there is this energy of five. Well, I'll say them out loud. It's the five of swords and then the three of swords reversed. And there were some reversed cards this year, but the only one that I felt like I was supposed to read in reverse was this November. And so I kind of want to take October and November together. And this feels very similar to the February, March energy where you want to take those months together. So it's really cool when I see them on the table like this, it's almost like a palindrome. Like we have a really strong start and then there's these two months together and then we're ending the year with these two months together and then a really strong finish, which you'll hear in a moment. But the October, November, it's five of swords and three of swords reversed. And when I look at those two, I'm hearing it's really time to extend the olive branch to ourselves. Like if this year proved anything, if this year taught you anything, it's that not getting stuck in the shadow, which is that Mm -hmm. three of swords reversed. It's saying, get in there, look at your stuff, do the work, release the things that want to be released. But what you're really affording yourself through that process is peace, yeah, peace of mind, state of peace, peace with others you know, the piece of self-trust where we talked about, it's the hardest and the simplest thing in the world at the same time. Like what we're really trying to achieve here is, as you've now said, is beauty for sure. Um, And what goes along with beauty is that just peace, that grace, that gentleness, that exhalation and being like, oh my gosh, like I'm not just mad all the time anymore. I'm not pushing Mm. all the time anymore. I'm not stubborn. I'm not digging my heels in. I'm not like, there's just so much of this lifting of all of that headache. And in the past couple of days, go ahead. I was going to say, and I think for me, when I'm hearing you speak, it just, what I feel and what I hear is like, it's just cut to the chase, love yourself, trust Mm -hmm. yourself. You know, there's so much talk about these things, um, self-love, self-care, you know, trust in the universe, except what people don't say enough is it's a conscious decision. It's a conscious choice. And that's what I'm hearing you say. Like, um, yeah, like own it, claim it. There's enough evidence. Yeah. And even if if your ego tells you there isn't, then do it anyway. Like just cut to the yeah. chase, love yourself, trust yourself, um, and believe that you deserve and that you're worthy. It, absolutely. And, and this is, it's one of those things where like you move into it 
almost instantaneously. <laughs> you know, like it that. feels like it takes so long to get there, but then when you're there, it's moving the boulder with your pinky where yeah. once you get there, you're like, oh my gosh, this feels like the easiest flow in the world. This is the easiest choice. I'm just doing what I, what I want. I have what I want. I'm doing what I want. I'm releasing the stuff I don't want. I can do this. I can certainly do this. Mm. And it leads to this December energy. And I'm so excited about this because what came out in December is the chariot. And when I see the, the major arcana card for the energy of the year, for the numerology of the year coming out, not only in the reading, but in, in what I consider to be kind of this anchor position of December, where we're going on this 12 month, if we're making the container of the year, 12 months, because that's what we currently do, then December is kind of that anchor month at the end before we restart. And so seeing that at the end of the year, this all culminates in this full embodiment of the energy of this year, this full embodiment of the chariot. Yeah. We get to anchor that piece of the year and be like, I really did it. I really accomplished what I set out to do this year. I really embodied exactly what power and strength look and feel like to me as a conscious decision, speaking to what you just mentioned Mm -hmm. as a conscious decision, I made a conscious choice to go after pleasure. And by going after it, I had to redefine what it looked like for me. So I'd know it when I got there. And so this, this chariot at the end of the year, getting to December and being like, I friggin' did it. <laughs> like I did it. I'm embodying it. And I'm moving forward with the confidence of, you know, a thousand years, but condensed into 12 months. That's a really incredible feat. Oh my God. I love that. Oh my goodness. Because as you're speaking, I'm literally in my body feeling what it's going to feel like to have accomplished all the things that we've planned out for for next year. And really knowing like, I definitely feel like it's going to be a groundbreaking year. Um, And like you said in the beginning, like so much of the heavy lifting is being done. Uh, For us, it's already planned. All we need to do is turn the fuck up and believe in ourselves. That's all we have to do. Um, And I love that, that December just literally is that champion almost like, look at what you did. You've got this. You've, You've done it. And now it's that almost like that foundation. Like if you've done it once, you can do it again. I love that. Yes, absolutely. So it's a big year, but it's a big year of you. It's a big year of really getting back to you. And that's the best gift we can give ourselves. I totally agree. And I feel like, again, from a human design point of view, that's that's really the the pinnacle of what we're doing here with human design, you know, like giving people their power back, bringing back to to the decisions and the power within you so that you can create and serve and do whatever it is that you've come to do to support this planet, to support Mother Nature or whatever. And I think I know for us a large part of the message we're going to be talking about next year is, you know, work, business, career that is really aligned to these bigger missions to support the planet. And they're all, you know, all the people we've already worked with and we've already had discussions with, that have these bigger missions, you know, they have that August energy. Like they've already gone, look, I know who I am, what I want and why I'm here. Um, And they've claimed it. And they're enough 
is their version of enough and their success is their version of success. And I really feel like this is where, especially within this community, where everyone's going. So I feel like it's so in alignment with everything that I can feel coming next year, which is so freaking exciting. Absolutely. So it's really about taking that power back, letting yourself be the star, letting yourself light it all up, whatever that looks like for you. Mm. And sharing that medicine first with yourself and then with the world. Oh my God, I love that. And you know what? I just thought like that that year theme of being the star. So even in the dark moments, be the star. You know, if I'm the star in my own movie, in my own story, in my own book, like what does the star do? Um, and really connecting in with that because you know, every good character that's ever been written has this star quality, even in the dark night of the soul. So I love that too. I think that's really powerful just to connect in with that, the star that lives within all of us. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And, and one last thing that just popped in when you said that was you can look at life up until now as the origin story for Mm. the star. And then this is the year where you really get to step into it. Oh my God. I love that. The origin story. You know, I often talk about how our purpose, I believe our purpose kicks into um, action. The moment we're challenged by something quite significant, you know, we have that, that defining moment, something challenging. And that can be when we're little, that can be when we're bigger, it can be at any time, but it's this catalytic moment. We have no idea in that moment that, that, this is our purpose actually birthing, you know? And I know for me that moment was being diagnosed with depression and panic disorder and being told that I'd have to live with it for the rest of my life and me going, "Uh, no, not an option. Um, And I didn't know that that was my purpose being lit up because it didn't feel lit up at the time, you know, but it felt like something I had to do. It it felt like an inner knowing. It's something that was deep. And I feel like that's what you're talking about. It's like we've gone through so many trials and tribulations. And it's not to say that there's not more journeys within journeys. However, like trust how far you've already come. doesn't matter what age you are. doesn't matter where you are with relationships. It doesn't matter where you are with the career. It doesn't matter where you are with health. The point is, is that you're in the game. So get in the game. Be the star of your own um, story, be the hero in that journey and know that the 2023 is a year that you can really step in from a place of receiving the things that maybe you've only been dreaming about. Is that fair to say? <laughs> Heck yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just like soaking it all in. I'm like, oh yes. Yes. That's absolutely fair to say. I love it. So, I love it. I love it. So good. So good. So, so good. Um, For all of you out there, I guess you probably know this already, but I have a session with Liz every single month because, you know, I know definitely in my journey to learn to love and trust myself, it takes, you know, it takes a tribe, it takes a community, it takes a group of people that you love and trust. And Liz is one of those people. So if you're interested in working with Liz, if she might be your people, like she's my people, where can they find you, beautiful? They can find me on my website, www.lizzamorski.com. You can book readings with me there. You can also find me on Instagram at the Fem Genius. And you can also find me in Sweden this summer 
in July, 2023, um, at our motherland retreat. So there are a few ways to work with me. I would love to work with you. I always love MS people. So you're my people too, for sure. I love that. And, um, God, I'm hoping to get to that retreat. I really, I wanted to go last year and I just heard such great things. There's a part of me that really feels like I missed out, but of course I didn't because everything happens in perfect timing and all of those. Perfect timing. Yeah. So that's it. You will find every, find all of Liz's details in the show notes. You can also find her in all of those places. And Liz, I just want to say thank you so much for yet again, a beautiful, amazing conversation for our community, our listeners. Thanks. Beautiful. You're so welcome. And thank you for always having me. Thank you for everyone who's listening. Your energy is impeccable and it's always such a pleasure to work with you and your people. So thank you. Thank you. And thanks everyone for being here. Um, the podcast is just about to hit 1 million downloads. So thank you. This We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And we are so excited to bring you a whole lot more human design stuff um, coming up next year. Don't worry, we won't be taking a break, at least maybe a little break, but we're doing our best to have enough potties to keep you busy over the, the holidays. So thank you, everyone. And um, yeah. Bye for now. Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.